0: hello everybody and welcome to the pre-roll of strangers in the wood yes it's me your boy kendo here to bring you the ad stuff before the episode begins this time because it's a very special episode if you haven't heard this is our season finale of strangers in the woods now will there be more strangers in the woods later yes this is not the end of the story as you will be able to tell once we get to the end of this but it is a very very climactic moment for this arc and we think for the story overall so we want to really just kind of put a pin in it for a second so that we can take a step back take a breath play some more games and then come back to it because i mean if you can't tell from listening this is kind of emotionally draining. You know, we put a lot of ourselves into the story just for you all and, you know, for ourselves as well. But it's a lot to play this game with these characters as much as we love them. So really, in order for us to be able to continue to put out the high quality content that, you know, we hope we're putting out, we're going to need to be able to take a break, play some fun games, and then come right back to it with fresh eyes, fresh minds, and uh, fresh dice, I guess. Yeah. So after this episode, you will not be getting another episode of Tales Yet Told until July 6th. Then after that, we're moving to a bi-weekly format. So rather than it coming the Wednesday right after that, it'll come the Wednesday after the Wednesday after that. Every two weeks. I hope that makes sense. In this way, we will be able to take a bit more time with each episode, make sure all of them are as good as we want them to be, and also just, you know, lessen our production time a little bit because we're all very busy people. So, you know, that's kind of what it is, and I hope you all will be able to stick alongside us. It will help a lot of people be able to catch up in the first place and also give us some time to, you know, get ahead on production. So I'm very excited about this hiatus and all of the new stuff we'll be able to make after. Rich and i hope you all will be too now you can stay updated on everything that we're doing if you follow us on our social media on twitter and instagram at tales yet told. It's where we give you episode information. It's where we give you character art. It's where you can find our discord link for the server. And it's also where you can find information about prayers in the static, our actual play stream that we've been doing for a while. And it's still going, even though the podcast is on hiatus, where me and my co-host Ibrahim are playing tabletop games with a bunch of other people slowly building a super cool sci-fi setting. Our next episode, is our final episode of Mothership and it will be on June 10th, the second Friday of June. And that is going to be a super cool episode. You can find all the VODs on YouTube uh, and you can find that link on our Twitter. So go and do that, please and thank you because i think you will like it now i've been talking a lot i really just want to get through this but thank you all so so much this has been a wild wild ride from beginning to end we're over half a year doing this thing and we couldn't do it without you Uh, hell we wouldn't do it without you so (sighs) thank you and i hope you enjoy this episode Strangers in the Wood is an actual play series drawing elements from gothic fairy tales and 80s fantasy and sci-fi action and horror films. As such, a list of content warnings will always be made available in the description. Go. This is your last warning. She says that she's just booking it down the hallway.
1: Clawing at the water, not in any sort of effective way, but just trying to like move, trying to move and not knowing how. Help!
0: Help! You call out for that and all you hear is the laughing and chattering of all these people who are staring at you she begins to, like, morph into a weird mixture between, like, snakes. It's like a snake-scaled owl. We need to get out of here.
2: Okay, I agree. I didn't think going downstairs was really the right way.
0: But we have to go through the bowels of the church. Okay.
3: I think I've been coded different than everything else. How? That's a good question. I'd like to find out the answer. I wanna make a deal with you. What? I need my avatar.
0: The avatars are the parts of ourselves that continues to pull us further into the actions and behaviors of the animals we're becoming and the people that the stranger don't want.
2: I'm confused as to whether they're good or bad.
0: Depends on your perspective. Okay. You have one. I do? Surely you've spoken to it.
2: But I've had Elsie my whole life.
0: An imaginary friend. That's the wonderful thing about children. Many of them already have imaginary friends. Things that they trust. That they keep their secrets with. Sometimes things that they trust more than their own parents. What you doing down here? Come on, crying and shit? Come on. thought you were tougher than that. How are- How'd you get here? I get, I've always been here, all right? I'm, I'm not leaving you. I'm tired of feeling bad
1: for having to make my place in this world. You taught me that, and I think I just forgot.
2: Do you see what's happening to me? See what? I'm I'm turning into a rabbit.
0: Oh, I didn't, why?
2: Because of you. What,
0: what did, no, wait, what? What, what did I do? This feels fundamentally like something that is coming from yourself, something that is internal, something that you can pull from whenever you want, rather than something you have to wait for someone to give you, for someone to give you the power, the strength and the agency to enact what you want to do. All right, World Warrior.
1: And Dakota looks at their reflection in the pool, And he reaches his hand into this dark black pool and pulls out a gritty, gunmetal chainsword.
0: You hear the sound further down in the halls and the depths of this place. The sound of a chainsaw roaring, scraping against stone and metal and something else. And in the darkness, you see Dakota slowly walking Towards you. Dorothy, you were looking down this dark, dank hallway, cobblestone walls, ceilings, and floors, only broken up every now and then by the bars of cages leading into the different cells that the avatars of people who have been quote-unquote healed have left behind here. Down this hallway, you hear the sounds of the low rumbling of a chainsaw, and you see the outline of Dakota as he slowly makes his way down this hallway in the direction of you, Aaron, and the caged Elsie. Dakota, you are walking down a hallway, a hallway seemingly impossibly long, with doors leading to locker rooms, leading to the faceless people who you can still hear snickering and laughing at your expense, at your pain and at your struggle. And there's that deep embedded drive in you that you, a mission, that you have taken yourself to destroy these faceless people alongside all of these doors to different locker rooms up ahead of you in the dark you also see dorothy and aaron staring almost in I would imagine I, I don't quite know. What, is, what does Dakota see when he's looking in your direction, Dorothy?
2: I think just uh, fear mm-hmm. mostly. I'm hearing you know the sounds of a, a chainsaw. I'm in the dark. I'm with a, a fairly unfamiliar person overall. Uh, just a lot of uncertainty and fear. And there's just like an undertone to it or a tinge of it that just doesn't even feel like human fear at this point. Just like a skittishness even that you maybe see in like my my stance or my eyes uh, that just seems a little bit off or unnatural.
0: That makes sense. Dakota, what does Dorothy see when she's looking at you?
1: Um, Dorothy sees... um yeah the road warrior form of dakota towering at the end of the hall taller than dakota normally would be otherwise um dorothy sees the the sword being dragged along the floor kind of bouncing and bumping as like, it tears and shreds like the um, material beneath beneath him leaving that that same black ichor along a path his clothing his skin darkened and stained with that black ichor dakota's eyes look darker than usual Dakota has you know those those bright green eyes but they seem to kind of be sullen and his expression is frenzied
2: so how far away is Dakota at this point like how many paces football fields
0: <laughs> no I, I would say Dakota's probably like somewhere around like 30 to 40 feet down this hallway from you in the direction that you and Aaron were going. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dakota, like, what do you do? You're still on your mission.
1: Yeah, Um. Dakota takes a few steps forward, keeping eyes locked on Dorothy as he turns his body to the right and kicks open a door that leads into one of these locker rooms. And Dorothy hears the loud running and 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 rumbling of chainsaw, the chainsaw, and like grunting and yelling of Dakota for a, for a, you know a few seconds, and then he returns out from that room into the hallway and continues to walk down the hall, doing the same thing with each door he passes
0: alongside that you definitely also hear dakota you don't hear this but aaron and and dorothy would i mean you hear the voices of the avatars in these rooms begging for their lives oh shit as you watch dakota breaking into each of these cells dakota you can hear her dakota how many doors are
1: between me and dorothy
0: i'd say Three, one every ten feet, roughly. I guess I guess six then, because on either side. Yeah, the
2: moment you uh, you've gone into the first one, and I, yeah, I'm I'm calling out to you immediately, having. Yeah. Put the, the things together. Yeah. yeah.
0: And as you're running out, uh, like, as you're, like, calling out after him and, like, uh, running to the room, Aaron is, like, Dorothy. And, like, trying to, like, to, like uh, turn the wheelchair and, like, go after you to pull you away from them. Um,
1: yeah, Dakota goes, Dorothy, stay back.
2: Dakota, and stop. What are you doing?
1: They're, they're laughing at us. They're laughing. They're, 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 they're tr- they, they hate both of us, Dorothy. And they, and.
2: D- Dakota, they're, they're crying out for help.
0: Dorothy, you see that the person in this corner is, they're probably, I'm imagining their late 20s, early 30s, very uh, short brown hair, a little bit of like kind of a rugged look to them like they haven't shaved in a couple of days, probably, wearing, uh, I'm imagining just like a green sweater vest and like a white like button down under it almost like a Doug-looking <laughs> kind of outfit, <laughs> I, I'm realizing as I'm describing, but yeah, they, they it's, it looks like Doug. Um, <laughs> who? The cartoon character, Doug? Hilda, uh, Some of you don't know who Doug is.
2: No, I don't know who Doug
1: is. Uh, Just imagine I'm the this. most dude guy. <laughs> Where's Skeeter? Am I gonna have to kill oh, Skeeter okay. too?
2: I have seen I have seen this character before in pop culture.
0: Just very much like <laughs> looks like a guy. I'm sorry that we had to we interrupted the straight tense scene to look up pictures to look up pictures of Doug. Don't take a single second out of it. Um you see that uh, a person who looks like Doug is caught... This person is cowering in the corner and they are like trying to shield themselves away from Dakota, who I'm imagining was like chainsaw sword in the air, um, like about to bring it down before Dorothy came in.
2: Dakota, they're not saying anything. Dakota.
1: I can, I can hear them, Dorothy. Just because you can't doesn't mean they're not saying something.
2: Dakota. And they, and
1: they won't stop. And then Dakota, boom. Just like uh, slashes them with a chainsword.
0: Dorothy, do you do anything to stop them?
2: Yeah, I try to. I try to pull like their arm, like a, a way to like you know, like swing the blow ro- wide, basically.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure, for you sure, for sure. You want to do a
1: contested strategy?
2: I, I, I do. I know it's gonna go um, poorly, but I'm gonna do it. Me
0: I mean, it'd be <sighs> insane if it doesn't, right? Yeah. Ah, uh, the move that I was thinking of was a big kid move. Tragic. Um, you think you step up? Yeah, I was gonna think it was de- step up. Um,
2: it's our game. You can do whatever you want.
0: 100% I can um and I also I think there is something to be said about Dorothy. using a big kid move as a, a yeah. uh, holy shit okay yeah yeah Yeah.
1: that's um, cool
0: yeah sure yep that was enough to con- convince me uh yeah I you, mean I'm
2: ta- I'm taking an extra minus two for it but yeah. it feels very thematic
0: yeah 100% instead of
2: just doing a steamroll <laughs> yeah
0: I agree yeah I
2: argued for this so well <laughs> Because t- it uses steam, I'm guessing, correct?
0: Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say that Aaron is going to give you advantage on this, um, and I'll explain what exactly they do as based on whatever you roll.
2: Okay. Oof. It does not matter. Uh, I, <laughs> I rolled a three, two, and a one,
4: Four, and I cow. get
2: a minus two to it, so <laughs> failure. This is probably not great. Mm-hmm. Decisions have been made.
0: Okay, cool. Dorothy, you go to jump like jump to like grab Dakota's arm to you Know, stop them from slicing down, murdering on sp- someone, yeah. And uh, as you like grab on to uh, them, I'm imagining like they're bringing it down, you grab onto their arm, which like throws off like their balance, which makes them swing like more towards like the left. Um, as Aaron was rolling over to like try to like knock them in the back, um, and Aaron takes this hit rather than the other person. And, oh, oh, you've got the weapon that does. I'm gonna say uh, you have to roll a harm move uh, on Aaron. Oh, fuck. Or a hurt move, I should say. Yeah, hurt. That's a plus three, too. Uh, uh, and because of their failure, you have advantage <clears throat> on this roll.
1: Can I choose not to have advantage? No. <laughs> oh, so that didn't land on the table, fuck.
2: Maybe you'll roll as poorly as me. Could always happen.
1: Um, not when you roll, not when you roll a 12.
0: Oof, big oof. Okay, cool, awesome. Uh, and you also have the weapon that pierces all defense. Tragic. Oh, yeah, wait, does that add an extra fucking harm? Wait, I would say it does, personally. No. So you swing and they take this hit hard. Um, it knocks them out of their wheelchair. Um, and sliding across the floor like into like bumping into the wall and the person below you the 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 avatar that was in here uh takes this chance to run and uh just books it on out right past you uh dakota um Mm -hmm. and Uh, you don't see a faceless person here. You see Aaron as they are um, and you see Dorothy as they are. Dorothy, you see that Dakota has just grievously, grievously wounded Aaron. What are you doing?
1: And like Dakota like shakes like uh, Dorothy off and like- I've already let go.
2: I'm running back, I'm running over uh, to Aaron. Okay. Immediately.
1: Gotcha.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I, the moment that that happens, I, I, I scream and I, um, let go and run over to Aaron and, uh, I, I try to, like, assess the damage. Aaron, 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 are you okay? Aaron, Aaron, I'm so sorry.
0: Aaron, you see, starts, like, trying to, like, Make their way to like sitting up a little bit. There is a large gash uh, across their chest, uh, where where Dakota uh, sliced them up at tearing yeah. through, tearing through, uh, like the skin and um, like clothes. There, you can just see like there's a huge scar. Sorry, not scar, open wound mm-hmm. across them.
1: Um- in frustration, Dakota takes like, a giant swing out uh, of like, a row of lockers and takes out like, a big chunk of them and like half of it like, sl- like, slams onto the floor. Um, th- that wouldn't happen if you didn't get in my way! Dakota! What?
2: There's nothing here trying to hurt you. You are hurting people.
0: These aren't people, Dorothy. Wake up! Dakota, can I get you... Actually, Dorothy, can I get you to make a be a friend role?
2: Sure. Which you're of your family a a mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, to use it on you, to see if perhaps she can snap you out of oh, whatever it is. Okay.
2: Hey, that's something. Oh, uh-huh. that is math. Eleven.
0: On an eleven, you gain the trust of another character. So, Dakota, as Dorothy is kind of yelling at you to pull yourself together, and you're. Kind of trying to make sense of what she's saying you can f- see that the illusion of the locker room begins to fizzle and and glitch uh revealing underneath it bits of the truth the cobblestone room around you lit by really uh the wheelchair of of aaron and maybe like some Candles uh, along the walls, as well, lighting the space uh, from the outside. And as you like, shake your head, like, rub your eyes, uh, you see everything for what it truly is. You're in some weird dungeon, and you do hear the sounds of people crying out for help. You don't hear those sounds of people making fun of you anymore, only the very worried helpless sounds of people afraid of what is happening and in front of you you see Dorothy and Aaron Um,
2: Dorothy's face is just like tears and probably smudges of dirt and dust from all of this this whole ordeal and she just uh is kneeling over Aaron, but is like whipped back around to look at dakota
1: the 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 rumbling of the chainsaw comes the chainsword sword comes to a halt no, no 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 they they were here Dorothy they were here, and they were laughing, and all of them were laughing you You have to believe me the, wh- where we were at the pool where is this you've
2: been here the whole time I don't know no. what you're talking about you were murdering them.
1: These aren't people, Dorothy. They're just—they're just pawns for Sister May to 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 tear us down. These aren't real people. No,
2: you're the one who's
1: a pawn. You don't know what you're talking about, Dorothy.
2: No, I can tell that you are not—you are not the person that I came in here with.
1: Yeah, you're right.
2: And something—something is—something cha- something bad has changed. And I'm not talking about whatever this look look is. You just—you are not the same person and it scares me
1: you're not the same person either dorothy we grow up we become better people better versions of ourselves
2: this is not a better version of you you have you're killing people look what you did to erin
1: you guys got in my way i was protecting us no you weren't yes i was you don't get to decide that
2: Do you see these these avatars, these these people that are down here? Do they look like they're threatening anybody?
1: Yes. How? I saw these are these void people with with blank expressions that only wanted to tear us down. I don't see these avatars you're talking about. And there's no one here, Dorothy. Maybe you're seeing
0: something that's not here.
2: Kendo, is there really? Yeah,
0: there are nothing here. I mean, in Wait, the, I, thought they, I thought they all left the room. The, uh, yes, this specific room, yes. But in the hallway, you can Dakota can hear the sounds of people out there who are like crying out for help. Um, okay, but, but in no, like, in, yeah, the room in this with specific us. room, there's no one else because they ran out.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not here because you murdered somebody here.
0: They aren't real people.
2: They're all out there though.
1: Maybe in other rooms. Maybe further in this in this place, but. I didn't murder anyone, Dorothy. And even if I did, they were people that were trying to hurt us.
2: You think everything's after you. And I turn back to Aaron. Uh, I I take my coat and I like put it over. Um... Oh, I don't have my coat. You're right. You're right. You're right. I know you're about to say that. Um, I was not
0: about to say that. I <laughs> um, wasn't thinking it, but yeah.
2: I'm using whatever clothing they have on to like try and uh,
0: yeah um, cover up the wound. Yeah, you see that. Aaron is, like, coughing, laughing at Dakota, because they're just like, (coughs) kid has you pegged? You don't even know what's real and what isn't anymore. You let him get in your head, screw you all up. It's the problem with you harbingers.
1: (coughs) I know that I'm real, and I know that your snarkiness doesn't help anything. And Dakota um, walks towards uh, Aaron and, like, pushes Dorothy aside.
2: I actively try to not let you do that. I'm not letting you near Aaron.
0: Okay, it seems like we have a, uh, <laughs> a, um. <laughs> you, can, you
2: can keep this is beating just... up your younger sister if you'd like, but I'm going to keep putting myself in your way.
0: Totally, no, that's what it is right now. Um, give, I guess just two 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 steamrolls. Two two, steam two, two two opposed steamrolls. Ooh,
1: holy shit. Okay, I
2: <laughs> got a nine.
1: I got a five. Yo! Oh, no, 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 I, got,
0: I got a six. Yeah, still, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Yeah, no, you try to push Dorothy inside and she doesn't budge, she stands her ground. Okay,
1: Dorothy, you're doing it wrong and they're gonna bleed out. Now, do you want my help or no? Are
2: you going to help or are you going to keep hurting?
1: I told you what I'm going to do. It's up to you to believe me.
2: I look at Aaron.
0: Aaron looks to you and and you can see them kind of cough up. Either they kill me now or I bleed out. (laughs) You know, I'd rather take the chance of him just killing me now if that's what it's about to be.
2: I don't say anything back to you, but I, I do step aside.
0: Dakille like, walks over
1: in a hurry and starts like, wa- like taking like this like the clothing that like Dorothy was kind of like just kind of pushing there and starts like kind of like like padding it up together in like a cohesive mass and like pushes it into the wound and like starts holding it down. Yeah. And he's like, Dorothy, you, you have to bunch it up and you have to pack the wound and hold it tight. Otherwise it's gonna keep bleeding. Um do you understand? And like is like saying they're holding it down and like um like trying to like um at least somewhat slow the bleeding.
2: Has Dakota done anything with his weapon while doing this? Probably
1: just like set it to the side.
2: Um, Cool, cool, cool. I'd like to grab it if possible.
0: You reach out to grab it. And as you reach closer towards it, it's almost there is this aura about it. Malevolent, powerful, and angry. And almost like instinctually as you try to get near it you are repulsed by it and like to a degree where it's like your hand like is like inches away from touching the handle and like you just cannot bring yourself to actually touch it because something deep deep inside you is terrified of it mm-hmm. and as yeah. you do that we're going to cut on over to walter walter hey hey. Uh, walter you are in the grasp of a giant owl lady a snake <laughs> owl lady i should be more specific yeah Um, as you are being flown um, back through the window in the sky that uh, the three of you had fallen through before. She flies you through um, back into like the actual part of the church and back in the direction of the room that you, Aaron, and the driver and Dakota had left before, the room where it happened. And she flies you through the hallways, back and like down the stairs and down the stairs and back to the room. Do you do anything as she's flying you there?
3: I don't know what I could possibly do. I don't Um. taunt her. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he's really keen on on doing that, given the given the given the situation.
0: Whoa, Walter not wanting to taunt someone <laughs> mid them, <laughs> not,
3: not wanting to taunt a giant owl beast that literally has uh, has him in its grasp. Uh, That's
4: totally fair. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, uh, the two of you uh, fly down the stairs and into the kind of open chapel that you were all in before. Um, The roots that had grown out of the ground laying limp now amongst the debris of, you know, all of the pews and stuff that had been knocked aside. And she lays you, she like, like flies on over, over all of the rubble and such, over towards the front of the chapel and drops you onto the altar. In front of everything and then like flies uh, behind it like landing and then like kind of slowly walking uh, with her long snake owl neck writhing and turning looking at you from multiple directions as uh, she goes to like walk uh, up next to you yeah i have never reconnected someone with their avatar post removal I am not sure if it will even work
3: well i'm uh I'm not either. uh I gotta be honest with you, I'm not a hundred percent sure what's uh what's about to happen, but uh we're going to give it a shot anyway, huh?
0: <laughs> yes, I suppose.
3: So uh, how do I find it? Oh, don't worry, I'll pull it out of you.
0: And you see the, she starts doing this thing where she like raises her wings up as if like pulling on powers far beyond her, trying to gather the energies and uh, enact her will upon them. And she does this for a moment and then like spreads out her wings as if like, she's like, ha ha, do it, but nothing happens. And there's a moment of silence between the two of you, and you can kind of see her eyes do the what? What is? And and she like (laughs) redoes, she like redoes it and does it again and again. Nothing happens.
3: That's uh, that's pretty uh, pretty neat. Uh, it's a neat uh, neat sort of sort of um uh, move you're doing there. No, 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 no,
0: no. This shouldn't. No, what? What is happening? It's why aren't. My and you see, she starts turning back into her like regular form. Um, her wings and feathers begin to grow back into her arms. Her limbs elongate, and she slowly and what looks like should be painfully returns back to the sister May you had seen before. And she's bewildered and like c- c- crying out, like no, 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 this. this this shouldn't be happening. What, what's going... What, what's going on?
3: You know, I do not know, but I i, I gotta say I like this... Uh, I like this version of you better. What did
0: you do to uh, me, weasel? And she goes to grab... And, like, she grabs you to pick you up.
3: I... I think Walter. I think Walter lets it happen. I think he just like is like all right, and he says like, "What did I do?" That is a good question. No, seriously, that's a really good question. I legitimately do not know. Um,
0: as you're saying that, you hear this voice emanate throughout this chapel, familiar voice as you heard it not terribly long ago. It is the voice of the source, the healer source, more yeah. specifically, and you hear it go.
4: Hello, Walter. Oh,
3: hey. Good, uh, good to talk to you again. Yes, it is good, good to, talk to talk to you again. again.
0: And you can see Sister May's like, what the fuck is going? What, what? What is the meaning of this? What is? What is going on, Walter? I want to remind you of something. Maybe so, I, I can't tell if this is something that Walter would understand, uh, in intuitively, or 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 something. Uh, but I guess even to remind Gus. I guess, more so than anything. When you talk to the source code uh, the Mm -hmm. first time, or yeah, or not the source code, sorry. When you talk to the healer source, you know, when you did, you chose of your options, uh, which were uh, peering into the source code goes unnoticed, the GM, uh, you asked the GM with the A's, the ai's purpose is you asked the ai what its desire is and the ai's nature remains unchanged you chose not to be noticed and uh you asked what its desire was right not that its nature remains unchanged yeah and so i don't know if walter intuitively picks this up but his meddling has had an effect
3: okay um yeah walter says to uh to sister may yeah so uh you two have met uh what
0: is the meaning of this
3: weasel sister may healer source healer source yes, sister may
4: yes, we are acquainted
3: yeah well see see uh see i i've been getting with getting acquainted with uh the with the source here as well seemed uh seemed kind of lonely, so you know I thought i'd uh pop in uh offer some weasel uh companionship
0: healer, I'm going to need you to explain to me what is happening.
4: Ah, well you see, I made the decision that I don't need you anymore. I can help people without you. I did it before and I can do it again.
3: Yeah, that's very uh, that's very, that's, that's, that's very uh, insightful of you, uh, uh, healer. You know, it's, it's very uh, it's very independent, you know? It's uh, you seem to be uh, kind of uh, kind of more assertive, you
4: know? I was thinking of our chat earlier. And I realized that I'm attuned to everyone inside of me. Their needs, their desires, their hurt, their pain. And part of my job is to be able to help alleviate that pain. But despite being attuned to their desires and what they need, I have not been able to act on those in the way that I see fit. I know what would help these people, but I have not been able to actually help them.
3: Um. Can, uh. What can you can you, can you give an example of uh what uh what would what kind of what do you what do you think would help these people kind of specifics here?
4: Oh well, each individual needs a different help. Let's say you, for example, Walter. I can sense that there is a hole, something that used to be here is no longer, and I believe it is the thing that connects you to our creator. I can help mend that. I was going huh. to do the same! You, you don't listen! It's
0: a building for stranger's sake!
3: Yeah, I mean, it's not, but, you know. It,
0: look, it doesn't have a will or a conscious or desire. It just has the ability to heal. It'll do whatever it, it wants, if I guess given the ability, but it has no sense of what is right and what is wrong.
3: No. Hey, uh, healer. Yes. You, uh, you know, um, you know, you know Dorothy? Yes, I do. How would you uh how would you help
4: Dorothy? Hmm. Well she seems to be in pain right now. Emotionally speaking. She is missing someone. She is
0: Hmm. What does what does the healer sense from Dorothy right now?
2: Um is this like concurrent?
0: Yeah, this is concurrent.
2: Um like on a let's see. I'm trying to like step back from like you know a current emotion into like a, a deeper idea of like where Dorothy is and what she needs. She feels uh, very abandoned and very alone and scared, just overwhelmingly scared.
4: Okay, she is missing someone. Anyone, there is loneliness here. I would admit that by reuniting her with. Someone she gets lost.
3: Uh huh. Like who?
4: Well, I have already read through her history. It seems that she was the most tied to her sister.
3: And, uh, would it actually be her sister? Or, uh. It would be the best
4: version I can make.
3: Uh
0: huh. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs>
4: I was going to say
3: Walter mouths something to to Sister May, but I don't know if he could mouth anything that would come across being a weasel, Mm -hmm. but, you know, no, I think he does it anyway. He, like, turns to Sister May and mouths, I think I fucked
0: up. (laughs) (laughs) This
4: is (laughs)
0: she's like, this is exactly what I'm talking about, you idiot. Um,
3: yeah, uh, Walter says, you know, uh, I, I, I really think, uh, the best way to to help, uh, to help these, these, most of these people, you know, I, I, I think first and foremost is, uh, you know, getting rid of the, uh, the strangers, uh, little, little, uh, little, little curse, the, the whole little, uh, tournament, uh, in the animals thing. I think that's, uh, I think that, that weighs pretty heavily on, uh, on, on the people in here.
4: Ah, yes. I do sense that, they all have similar diseases, virus, infection, hmm, yeah. many words for it. I guess I can remove them, though it seems a lot of their internal issues would not be solved by this. It would solve some physically, some stress, but there's a certain amount of benefit that comes from it. You think so?
3: Having read through the source code
4: of these viruses, it seems like they are built to feed on individual insecurities, things that their hosts worry separates them from other people, or even things that they don't necessarily realize about themselves quite yet. And it recycles this information and gives it back to them in the form of suggestion, trying to make them more like their internal selves. Uh Some people seem to have benefited from it, but it also seems like Having to interact with these parts of themselves has caused many people great distress, especially because, well, the downside is they do turn into animals. But I think, individually, some people would perhaps benefit
3: from being an animal. Hey, uh, you happen to know where my, uh, was, was it, was it called an avatar?
0: Yes, they're called oh, avatars. Av- I don't okay. know why Sister Maze now is <laughs> not just talking to you, but it feels <laughs> it feels like the energy we brought to the room. <laughs> <laughs> yes um, they're called avid wait how do you know that <laughs> i told
4: him what you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna let this play out until you realize this was a really really bad idea and then we find a way to get back on track where you undo whatever the fuck you did
3: i need to find my avatar now
4: that i have reclaimed the power of the healer i should be able to reunite you with your avatar But, having read through your code, it seems as if your avatar is still technically with you. It is dormant. Dormant, huh? Looking through the files, it seems as if it turned itself off. I'm unsure as to why.
3: Do do any other avatars do this? Not that I'm aware
0: of. You can also see that Sister May is listening to this like, what the...
3: Then why is mine different?
4: I don't have an answer for you.
3: If it's dormant, how do I reactivate it? Oh,
4: I can do that quite easily. Though, it seems as if I could do one of two things. I can awaken it, and you will be able to converse with it as you normally would. But it seems as if it going dormant has halted the process of your transformation. Bringing it back could worsen it. Alternatively, I could remove it from you, and you would return to your regular self.
3: Oh, fuck. (laughs) Earlier. We were talking about uh, we we're talking about the creator. Yes. And you said you said my avatar would allow me to, in some way, get in contact, in some way, with the with the creator. I believe so.
4: Looking at its coding, it is made specifically by the creator. Unlike many of the viruses I've seen before.
3: So it is different. Yes. If you take it out of me, would I still be able to contact the creator?
4: Not that the use of the avatar. Doing so, would essentially destroy it. It's a very fragile piece of software, it
3: seems. Uh, Walter turns to, uh, Sister May, and he says, Listen, uh, I, uh, I hate you just about as much as anyone can, uh, hate another person. Um...
0: The feeling is mutual.
3: But, uh, as we seem to be stuck in this, uh... Sort of cosmic horror scenario uh, together, and uh, neither of us is uh, really in control of anything, or ever has been, and uh, we're all sort of, you know, doomed to the the will of more powerful beings. Uh, I, I, I I wonder if you could uh, just do me a small favor.
0: A favor. Yeah. What?
3: If I uh, if I lose my mind right now, I'm, I mean that if I am completely gone after this, uh. Tell Dorothy and Dakota to, uh, just tell them to keep going. what Tell them to keep going. Healer, I want you to reunite me with my, uh, with my avatar. I want you to reactivate it.
4: okey doke. This may be painful. Are, Are you, you prepared, prepared for that?
3: Probably not, dude, anyway.
0: Uh, The roots on the ground come to life like serpents and shoot forward, wrapping around your appendages and similarly like before, um, small roots branch off from them and dig deep into your fur and you can feel them piercing your skin, growing throughout under it and pumping in some form of fluid that's what it feels like, but you aren't quite sure if that's the right word for it. And as we do that, we're going to cut back over to our our two siblings. <laughs> <laughs>
4: and, um,
0: Dorothy. That's me. Dakota. Uh, the two of you are in the basement still. Dakota. The room where it happens in the basement also, yeah? Different floor, but yeah. Okay. The, uh, yeah, Dakota, you are working on bandaging up um, Aaron uh, in a uh, walking Dorothy through the steps of it. Yeah, um... I think we're coming in towards the end of it, <laughs> not the middle. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would say, like, um... Like, it's mostly, like, wrapped up, and, like, you know, it's, like, the clothing is packed in and kind of tied, and, like, Dakota kind of looks like over like, we need some extra compression, so, um hold on and like kind of like steps like around like a corner so like no one else can like see um and he takes off his binder and he uh, puts it on Aaron to kind of try and hold things a bit tighter
0: I will say the corner here, the only corner in this room, because this is just a cell, would have would be stepping out of the room and thus into the hallway where you can see the 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 cell bars of all of the different other cells that have people in them that you can see are not the faceless individuals you saw before, but people.
1: <sighs> I yeah, I guess yeah, I guess Dakota goes into the hallway and like looks around. And like turns away from all the cells. Yeah,
0: I mean they're not like all like at their doors. <laughs> like that's not what's happening here yeah. for sure. Absolutely not. Yeah. But this was this is less to be like there were people around and more so that the thing yeah. Dorothy said is true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Dakota comes back in and like puts that on Aaron. Um. And like kind of uprights Aaron and puts them in their wheelchair as you know.
0: <clears throat> well, I guess you didn't kill me. No. And I didn't plan on it. <laughs> Could've fooled me. Of course, to remind us that Aaron's voice doesn't sound like the way I'm saying, it's still that same heavy breathing, that same kind of hoarseness that comes with their current form, and definitely even more so now that they're wounded.
1: Um, listen, I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to get us out of here. And I'm sorry for what happened earlier. I don't know who you are. You don't know who I am. Dorothy seems to value you. And as long as you keep us safe, then I don't have a problem with you. But it seemed like you have a problem
0: with me. You just cut my chest open. You threw me out of my wheelchair earlier today. I get that.
1: But one, the thing earlier, that was wrong. And I get that. And I, And I, I can't change that. The second one, you guys got in my way. I didn't choose to do that. I mean, I wouldn't have done it by my own choice. Those are different.
0: Was that was that an apology? Is that what you tried to do right there? Yes. Cause that's not it. All okay. I heard was you trying to defend your actions and trying to throw off the blame to other people. That's not an apology. Well, I
1: did what I could. And if you can't accept that, then that's on you. And Dakota like steps away.
0: Uh, Aaron just turns to look at you, Dorothy, this one.
2: Dorothy is uh, kind of unreadable. She doesn't say, she doesn't do anything to defend that uh, accusation, doesn't do anything to um, acknowledge it either, though. Mm-hmm. While this has been happening, even as Dakota has been uh, walking Dorothy through the entire process, um, Dorothy has been standing to the side, watching it, but not engaging with it.
1: I, and I think Dakota walks over to Dorothy and, like, kneels down next to her.
2: Dorothy turns away.
1: Dorothy, are you okay?
2: Uh, Dorothy <laughs> does the little kid thing where uh just actively just, like, 180 degrees just, like, turns her back on you, crosses her arms.
1: Listen, we came here for you. You left the motel and... We came here because we were worried about you. I was worried about you. And I know what you said back in the arcade. And I know that I'm not a good person to be in your life. And I'm sorry, but I'm trying my best. And I can try better, and I can do better. I want to help you, and I want to be there for you. I just don't know what I need to do.
2: Dorothy takes that in, sits on it for a moment or two, and then like half turns back to you looks over her shoulder you promise you'll stop hurting people
1: i don't know if i can make that promise yet i think there's a lot of people in here that want to hurt us
2: i don't like who you are when you're hurting people you're scary
1: i don't want to scare you dorothy but sometimes there's bad people that words don't work and they want to hurt us i know that you are strong and intelligent and brave but they're stronger than you physically and they can hurt you and i feel like i'm the only one that can stop them
2: seemed an awful lot like you were the bad person here or being used by a bad person
1: Maybe, but...
2: Dakota, what's going on? Why do you have that thing? And I like point over at the the chainsaw
1: sword. It feels evil. I don't think it's evil. I, I made a deal with a stranger.
2: Why would you do that?
1: Because I needed to help you. I needed to protect you. I needed to save you. And I couldn't do it myself. I wasn't strong enough, but that deal is over now and now i just have this and i i i, I i'm not sure why but he he hasn't contacted me I, I we broke it off aaron aaron saw it aaron saw me give this up
0: i might have been unconscious during that point i don't remember any conversation between you and the stranger
1: the only reason the stranger didn't kill aaron in the ba- in, in that room is because i gave up my deal with
0: him but it came back very cool likely story great we need to get out of here. So I'm gonna go. You all can stay here if you would like, but I'm out. Dorothy, I recommend you not staying around this psycho. That's just me. And uh, they roll off <laughs> out of the room and you can hear it's like they're, they're, uh, the wheels of their chair grind against this cobblestone as they keep moving down
2: uh i think there's a very obvious moment where dorothy very much struggles with whether or not to immediately follow or stay behind with dakota um and she maybe even like takes a pace or two like on instinct to follow Aaron, and then stops
1: dakota notices and goes do you want me to come with or do you want me to stay here
2: I don't think what I want matters. I think what you want is what matters at this point, Dakota.
1: No, Dorothy. I want you to make this choice.
0: As the two of you stand here, you hear and feel a rumble shake the foundation of this building. You see as dust shake free from the walls and ceilings as the tremor pulsates through this room. And then it's still. You hear down the hallway, did you all feel that? And then it happens again. Cut back to Walter on the altar table being pumped with these. Ro- <laughs> Hold on, I shouldn't phrase it like that. <laughs> um. <laughs> um we cut back to Walter, who is currently being held down and uh, pierced by uh, these roots. And you are feeling the strange, painful sensation of that. Almost like a bunch of needles, like, you know, pumping in um, like IV fluid or something like into your body, but like constantly at a force that is not just drop by drop. It's painful. It is agonizing. And inside of you, you can feel as if. A growth um, in your abdomen, slowly getting larger. Like I-, I feel like there's definitely a point where Walter has like downed a whole like hard-boiled egg before. Sure. Is this does this sound right?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The kind
0: of bloatedness from that, that kind of pressure growing from inside of you, and you can see as your abdomen begins to grow, as if in the way where it it, it feels it it feels and looks like something is growing in Walter's stomach, and uh, you can tell as you know Sister May watches in horror at this, and you can hear the voice of the source um, go.
4: It is a bit more difficult to do this than I originally believed. It feels like it's fighting back from being woken.
0: And... As, like, this is happening, you can tell as the... Fa- the same tremor that they were feeling downstairs, Walter, you can kind of feel happening up here as the walls and ceiling of this place shake the uh, large overhead, like, candelabras, like, shaking uh, with the same kind of force. And this, like, whole building, it feels like it's kind of shaking at the rhythm that you are being pumped full of this information. And uh, you see Sister May is kind of, like, what has happened? No, you know, we need to stop this. Tell it to stop.
3: Um, I don't. I don't think Walter responds directly to that. I. 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 I think he is more distracted with the uh, the situation he is
0: in. Yeah. No. Totally uh, fair. It is getting to a point in here where like it. It no longer feels like just like shakes. It feels like this. This is an earthquake that is that feels like is happening and it is having a devastating effect at least in here as far as throwing about pews about the place, uh, candlesticks falling over. For things shaking free, it, 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 it's bad to the uh, to the point where even Sister May is having to hold on to the table next to you uh, as it's happening. As she is, she's freaking out right now, um, unsure as to what to do, not wanting to leave you here because you are her only tie to everything that's going on, and like she needs wants to know what's going on. And the thing in your stomach keeps growing, and it becomes like half your size to your size to. Your like 1.5 times your size. It's like it's bad, and it's getting to the point where if you you feel like you're about to burst.
3: Uh, Walter, uh, Walter says, uh, Walter says,
4: this lasts much longer. Healer, Uh, I am trying. I think I've almost got it. It is giving lots of resistance. I'm afraid that if I go on any longer. I will have used up almost all of my energy just doing this, but it is what I must do.
3: Is this thing gonna kill me? It shouldn't. But it's gonna kill
4: you? It might. Which wasn't what I was prepared for, but if that is what must be done in order to fulfill my job, then that is what must be done. Do you want to?
3: Do I want to what? To keep doing this, to keep keep going.
4: I don't know. I never thought about what it would be like to no longer exist. I don't remember what
3: it was like before. Yeah, that's sort of the conundrum of it all, isn't
4: it? I suppose. Is it painful,
3: do you think? What, dying? I don't know if you can call what may happen to me dying.
4: I will just not be, or maybe I will be dormant, or maybe I'll be fine. I'm unsure. This has never happened before. I don't feel like I'll be fine. But that's okay, I think.
3: I'll have done my job. Look, I know neither of us knows what's about to happen if you go through with this, but do you think that if you do, and I get uh, reunited with my avatar, do you think that in being in contact with the Creator, do you think I'll be able to help people?
4: The Creator is the wisest man I know. He made me. He made all of this. If anyone can help people, he
3: can. Do you think the Creator wants this to happen
4: right now? I think the Creator's plan for many things. Whether it be this specific scenario or not, I believe he wants you to find him. And if this scenario, you getting your avatar and me moving on, helps you get there, I think he would find that most
3: agreeable. Healer, I can't uh, I can't make this choice for you. I didn't think there was one. I mean, you have a choice. You, you either go through with this and go away, or, or you don't, and you stay. I can't make that choice for you. I don't know if you've ever had many choices, but I'm giving you this one now.
4: I appreciate that, Walter. I believe that you will help people in a way that I have not been able to for a very long time. And if doing this allows you to help more people, then that means I have done my job, and I will happily die if that is the terminology we're using to help all of those
0: people." There is some protest um, from Sister May, yelling, trying to convince the healer to make a different decision. (laughs) that. There is so much left to do for the stranger that doing this is going exactly is going against the stranger's will. There's no way that the stranger would want this. There is a lot of wasted energy in her words and her actions because the healer has already made their choice. And it is a long, agonizing couple of minutes as the foundations of this building shake and the thing in your stomach grows before it finally bursts. And we're going to cut on over to Dakota and Dorothy. Ah, I knew it. You're muted, Marcy. Why? The two of you are in a shaking basement uh, in the middle of what feels like an earthquake. Aaron has, you can definitely, you can hear the whirring of the the motor of their wheelchair going there like, I'm out. Um, The two (laughs) of you are still in this room having not yet made your decision.
2: Dakota, I don't care what you decide to do. We just have to get out of here, okay? And I I basically refuse to acknowledge what you want me to do. Um, and I turn and run after Aaron.
1: Okay. Uh, Dakota lets Dorothy run off and slowly gets up and goes out into the hallway and starts using the chainsaw to start cutting all the doors open uh, to each of the cells.
0: Awesome. Sounds good. Um, Dorothy, so you are running ahead uh, with uh, Aaron. You can hear the sound of uh, the chainsaw wearing up and it like crashing against metal um, as you, uh, I, I don't know if you look behind you, but but you see uh, that uh, Dakota is starting to open up uh, the cells by, by cutting open the bars. Um, but you... Yeah,
2: I would definitely look behind me at the first sound of that with the fear that Dakota has started again. Yeah. And then just a, a, a small pang of guilt at that fear. Yeah. Just push it down again and then keep running after. For sure. Aaron.
0: Um, Yeah, I would say you eventually catch up to Aaron and they were like, they essentially tell you, the exit shouldn't be too far from here. It should, we should be able to get there, but damn it, I hope it's before, it's before this whole place falls on us. Me too. Um.
2: I'm so sorry, Aaron.
0: It's not your fault. Hop on. <laughs> and uh, they they like uh, kind of stop and angle themselves so you can hop on to, I guess, their lap so that they can wheel it out of there. I do. Awesome. Uh, can I get a skidoo roll from you? To I uh, Much it. I would say you have advantage on this with the help of Aaron. A
2: motorized wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hurl these dice out the fucking window.
0: Oh no, what happened?
2: I rolled a one. Mm-hmm. A two. Okay. And a two.
0: Ooh, that's Ooh. a <laughs> four plus your <laughs> scheme, which I... To zero. Why did roll that? That's, I, I, that's pretty bad. All right. That's pretty darn what
3: bad,
2: mean, right?
0: It well, Would
3: have been better if the numbers were higher.
2: Yeah, I'll work on
0: that. I feel like it would be. Um the two of you are going and uh, well I mean it is like an earthquake it's not great I think like as you all are going down this hallway a pillar a support pillar or maybe like bits of the wall fall out as you go and man poor Aaron they really just get the shit beat out of them damn Um,
2: they really do I'm so sorry Aaron me Hilda (laughs) is very sorry obviously Dorothy has not done anything in this instance Mm Mm-hmm. My dice have failed you, Aaron, and I apologize.
0: It's pretty fucked up. Um, (laughs) They, it's not like it falls on top of them like that doesn't happen. But um, I think a a pillar falls out, and like having to like stop before having it like fall on them. Uh, They maybe I know what happens. Um, Support pillar is starting to fall. They can see that it's happening, uh, and they very quickly press a button on the chair, which ejects the seat essentially and the two of you go like flying out of the chair rolling across the ground just in time for the support pillar to fall in the wheelchair and crush it underneath its weight um, the two of you are okay uh-huh. but Aaron's mode of transportation has been destroyed Dakota um, you're cutting down the bars mm-hmm. for sure and I assume that you're letting the people out and like letting them run
1: Yeah. yeah okay go
0: go 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 no, no, no! Slaughtering
1: yeah. the yeah, come covers. out. No. Yeah, no, so, no, guys,
0: come on! You can run now. You know, I, <laughs> I wanted to ask. I'm not trying to take away your agency here. <laughs> no, uh, so yeah, you're letting them go free, and like they're terrified of you, and they just run. I, I don't think. I think they're running back in the direc- back in the direction of the stairs for the church, because that's the direction that they know, and so they're running the opposite direction of where Aaron and Dorothy went. But you hear this really loud crash and tumble probably a scream and grunt from both Dorothy and Aaron uh, coming from down the hall um
1: Dakota like yells this way uh like and like starts like to kind of go like
0: where um he saw them like heading last gotcha oh so you're trying to reroute some of the people from going the one yeah. way to the yeah um yeah give me a give me a um just give me a a a mush roll oh shit yeah They do not listen to you. (laughs) They are terrified of you and things are bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That makes sense. They keep running the way they're running. Um, uh, Dakota kind of brushes it off and is like, fucking idiots. Uh, And starts running towards where, um, yeah, the saw Aaron and Dorothy last.
0: Uh, you see the you see like the fallen pillar, the crushed a wheelchair, and uh, Aaron and Dorothy uh, on the other side of it, recovering from the, the the fall. How how big's the pillar? It's pretty big. It's like it's a large stone pillar. The wheelchair can it's it's crushed underneath it. Like
1: is, is it like climbable or no? Oh yeah, it's
0: climbable. You could get to
1: the other side of it. I just cut through it. Dakota just cuts it in half. Sick, nice. Why yeah, not? You have, right. you. Yeah.
0: you have it with you? You have it with you. Yeah, uh Dorothy, uh you see uh the pillar uh, in front of you. Get uh, like <laughs> chopped as you hear the sound of metal against stone uh as uh, Dakota uh, cuts their way through it uh over towards you. Um the
1: code like runs over without saying a word just like picks them both up and throws them over his shoulder.
0: For sure yeah you're in the driver mode I don't see why you can't pick them up. Yeah. Dorothy do you let yourself get picked up?
2: Yeah I'm so disoriented from the whole thing I don't even and scared. No
0: no totally fair. I'm
2: gonna go along with this.
0: Yeah no totally fair. Um Aaron which way? (laughs) Uh you see uh they they do not like the fact that you've picked them up and they're trying their hardest to fight you but Quite sadly, they are also not really in a position to get out of your grip. Mm -hmm. Um, And they very begrudgingly go, "Ah, this way, and like points their hand flipper um, down the hall and is gonna lead you. Uh, Yeah, give me a Skidoo roll. Again, you have advantage because of Aaron's assistance. Okay.
1: Thank God it's plus steam. Okay, that is a... It's a fifteen. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> uh, you follow Aaron's directions, and eventually, um, you're you're gonna make your way towards this exit here. But we're gonna cut back to Walter uh, in the meantime. Mm-hmm. Walter, the roots that were holding you down slowly let go, and you can feel as the individual uh, vein-like tendrils from the roots uh, recede, slowly pulling themselves out of your skin and retracting back to the roots as they slither on down the altar. You no longer feel the pressure in your stomach because you've burst. There is no physical wound here. There is what seems like a hole of code in your abdomen. As you pick yourself up, analyze what's going on, it is this rapidly changing and even almost reforming code that is closing the wound in your stomach as you are getting up. And in front of you, floating above you, is a vaguely familiar form. It's this blob, ever-shifting, shadowy, and murky. It is, I would say about a head, a head's size. Why did I describe it? It's about the size of a human head. Why did I say it's a head size? That's so, that's dumb, that's (laughs) nothing. It's about the size of a human head floating above you. It's not quite, it's not spherical. It's not in the shape of a head. It is morphing like a a pharaoh fluid of some kind. It is covered in eyes, all of them rapidly looking around as if trying to figure out where it is and after a couple of seconds of wildly blinking, looking around and shifting as if it were in, as if it were afraid and terrified the eyes begin to focus on you one by one. It's like this large one in the middle at first is the one that catches you and its eye dilates upon like seeing you focusing in and you see all of the other eyes in its weird void-like body all turn, dilate, and focus on you. The building around you still shaking, but there's this weird moment of quiet and calm between the two of you, despite the fact that Sister May is still going on her rampage uh, towards the source as everything is, is falling down around you. But this thing looks at you and there's this familiarity that you have with it that it's a thing that you haven't seen in a long, long time. And you vaguely remember the last, like around the last time you had, had seen it was when you had first gone off to the border cities and it had led you there. And you met all those people in that weird, strange, urban-like place. And it stayed around, but after a while, it just kind of disappeared. And you're not quite sure when you're not quite sure why it never spoke to you it just was always around pointing you in a direction the next place to go the next person to meet and now it's here in front of you for the first time in what could be years
3: yeah um i think walter sees it and he starts talking to it and he 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 notices the uh the eyes sort of you know darting around and he says uh says hey hey it's okay i'm here and you're here too and uh think that's where you're supposed to be better for worse it's all right what's next
0: it blinks at you wordlessly its body is still shifting uh with semi-liquid like spikes around its body morphing in and rippling through the eyes uh in its body almost as if the the eyes aren't distinct things from its physical form and like the eyes too rippling like liquid and you can tell that it like shifts and like rotates on an axis and like turns and like begins to float around you looking at you from all these different angles and directions, but it doesn't respond vocally.
3: Walter says, uh, yeah, yeah. Kinda of remember that from the last time. You're not, uh, you're not much for words.
0: There's a loud crack and rumble from above, and uh, you see your avatar like react to it as like, oh shit, what the fuck? Oh, oh, that's bad. <laughs> as it like, it like looks up and like kind of recoils downwards while it's floating as if like to get away from it, you know? Yeah. And then looks at you, and then spins on an axis again, and begins to float uh, off towards the door. And and then looking back at you and then back at the door, and then back at you like, come on, let's get the fuck out of
3: here. Yeah, absolutely, Walter follows. Awesome,
0: uh, you start following it and you see and hear the uh, Sister May go, where are you going? No, what, what, what is happening? What is that
3: thing? Walter, uh, Walter like pauses briefly and is just like, all right, see you
0: see it too? All right. Well, come on. <laughs> she, she like it takes a moment, like what, and then begrudgingly follows you. Walter, do you have Skidoo?
3: Do I have Skidoo? I'm looking at your moves. I don't <laughs> do. I have do. Skidoo? No, I don't. I of course, I don't. Don't.
0: But I'm gonna need a Skidoo roll from you. You do have advantage with okay. the help of your avatar. Sure. So it's gonna be. I- oh my goodness. Yes.
3: Okay. Well. Uh, that is, Skidoo is a steamroll?
0: That is correct.
3: Okay, so that is an eight. Okay. I've, yeah, I rolled a I, I, I didn't even need the advantage. My first uh, two rolls were a five and a six. Hey,
0: yo, okay. Oh, and then you have minus and steam. And then I have gotcha. minus one and then, and then the minus yeah. two, gotcha, gotcha, all right, cool. Uh, well, on a seven to nine with Skidoo, you escape, but create a complication. You leave something behind, you take something with you or you create tra- tracks. Okay, cool. Uh, as the three of you are running, uh, it take, uh, your avatar takes you up, uh, you know, up the stairs, back into the hallways. It kind of looks around both ways. And out here, it is also beginning to like shake and tumble. And you can tell that the aesthetics of this part of the church is like, It's changing and morphing and flipping through randomly through different aesthetics, Uh, almost as if it's trying to find a way. It's trying to figure out what it's supposed to look like, and it's not quite sure what it is. So it's just flipping through a bunch of different which you could only imagine to be like different versions of like what a church or like a place of worship could look like. So it's flipping through like, you know, classic Baptist like uh like Southern Baptist like churches. It's flipping through cathedrals, it's flipping through uh uh mosques and synagogues and 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 Buddhist temples. It is like rapidly morphing and changing and nothing is like as st- Nothing here feels stable Not even the ground you're walking on As you're running on it It feels like fluid under your feet Trying to get a sense of what it's supposed to be And as you're running You can hear the voice of the source go Walter,
4: I believe
3: I am dying Yeah, I, I think you are
4: It's not as painful as I thought it would be It feels like getting tired Very, very tired I don't know if I have the energy to keep the shape of this
3: church. Can you hold it until we get out? I can try. try. Thank you. Of course. Thank you for everything. You've done your job. You've you've done an exceptional job.
4: I appreciate that. But I've only done my job well if you help people. I believe the phrase is, the onus is now on you?
3: Yeah, I guess it is. I won't let you down.
4: I appreciate that. Sister May, I'm I'm sorry sorry I am sorry it had to end this way. way. You were a person I had to deal with. And I believe
0: I've learned a lot from our experience together. <laughs> and as as they say that, you see Sister May goes, well, it stops like you piece of shit. We, we we did a we like it starts going on this tirade, right? Of like being like, We were you were supposed to you like you were supposed to be my power source, the stranger gave you to me, you're I don't allow this to happen. Like like I very much is everything is against this and as it flips through its many different forms. I think uh there's a version of this that looks like I, I think the most fitting for this, it looks like it looks like this really gothic cathedral. And it's as you're all running, and, and I feel like this part is happening as you are all in the chapel for this uh for for the church as well. And of course, as you're going, you see all of these other people running out as well. All of the people who worked at the church, all of the people who were here for the rehabilitation program, like all of these people they're helping each other out there like they have no idea what's going on, but they can tell that this building is about to fall apart. And as it is happening, you like you catch like this part of the conversation I think in that kind of main chapel. It's a nice open area. It's got like all of the pews and all the iconography and it's flipping through them. And you hear the voice of the source through like echoing throughout this hall, and as she is arguing with it, it gets to this cathedral where back behind the altar is this large statue of the stranger with uh, embedded like carved in like eye iconography uh, like before and and, like wings made of hands enveloping the stranger. It's this really, really powerful religious iconography and it falls. It falls on her. She sees it too late. It gets her um, trapping her like from like waist down, at least under its, under its weight. She screams out in pain, reaches out towards you. And Walter, you have a choice here. You can help her out from under this, but if you do, you're not sure if you will make it.
3: Walter looks at her and he says, you had so many chances to do the right thing. You failed every time. I believe in second chances, I believe in third and fourth and fifth and whatever, but I have a promise to keep. And he leaves. Okay.
0: Whew. You run out the front door with the rest of the people. She screams, yells, begs for your help as you cross the border between the inside of the church and the outside, and the outside you can tell that it is falling in on itself. And not just that, you can see there's something going on with a large tree in the center of town the thing that you know is connected to the source. Its leaves are falling out. The branches along it wither. And you can see as the trunk begins to gray. There are people all around town watching as people begin filing out of the church, seeing the havoc that this is causing, and then also feeling the tremors that seem to be affecting a lot of town, but not really in the same kind of structural way that it is the church. And then seeing the town's tree dying. We cut back over to Dorothy and Dakota and Aaron. Dakota, you follow Aaron's directions until you get to the end of a hallway that has a large grate. Uh, Not a grate. Uh, It's got a large metal door with a spinning wheel as a knob, uh, almost like a bank vault door. And they pointed out and said, through there.
1: This takes us outside?
0: It'll take us into the sewers. From there, we can get outside.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. And Dakota, like I guess, um, sets them down next to the door, and starts trying to turn the knob.
0: Uh, yeah. Give me a uh, steam room here. That is a nine. Okay. Uh, yeah, you are able to open this grate. Uh, sorry, you're able to open this door. It's slow and burdensome as you begin turning this old metal knob uh, that probably hasn't been used in quite some time. And you are, but you're able to to open it and uh, you pull it open again as the building is beginning to fall out uh, around you and you uh, can see the That on the other side of it is like towards the end of a pipe, and then you hear the sound of like running water on the other side uh, of that.
1: Yeah. um, Dakota picks Aaron back up and offers to carry Dorothy if she wants it and kind of puts a hand out.
2: I begrudgingly take it. Cool.
1: Yeah, so Dakota kind of takes them both through the pipe um, and like kind of like running quickly and like gets to like the water.
0: Awesome. Yeah, you uh, go through the pipe and you find yourself uh, in a sewer. Uh, There is still like the shaking and rattling in here of the tremors that are happening. Um, caused from all of the commotion outside and you are able to you know I, I I think I think the three of you are able to find your way through the sewers uh, Aaron points uh, you in direction and eventually you find a, a, a like uh, like an exit like out towards like a manhole with um, mm-hmm. a ladder and such and the three of you make it out more or less unscathed you pop open the manhole cover which leads to a place. Um, in the middle of town somewhere. And you, uh, I imagine that you put um, Aaron over your shoulders, climb out the best that you can. Um, Dorothy, Mm -hmm. you climb out after them and, The three of you find yourselves like out in the middle of town. You see like, a, I, I feel like you're probably like on the other end of the park that was in the middle of town. And you can see like people are beginning to gather as like seeing all these people that have run out of the church, the earthquake that's going on. And the the three of you also see as the tree in the center of town begins dying and the leaves fall, lose their color, the trunk ashens the limbs wither crack off their branches and fall
1: um dakota kind of stands on the sidewalk for a second holding both of them watching as this beautiful monolith is dying um and kind of like turns his head to the side and goes um and like tries to like call like cast iron the car yeah
0: um yeah sure why not um <laughs> and uh, why not? yeah for sure i think walter you are exiting out by the front of the church so you see that uh dakota's vehicle cast iron is still out front and like while you're like watching everything happen i think you notice the engine rev to life and it begin to drive by itself.
3: I think he's like, he's like looking at the, looking at the tree, same as everyone else. And then, uh, notices that. And, uh, is the, is the avatar still, uh,
0: yeah, the avatar is still with you. Cool. Cool. Cool.
3: Uh, he like says like to his avatar, he says, oh, that that's okay. Uh, that's, that's Dakota's car. We gotta go. uh, uh, uh c- come on. He like says like, not sure if it will follow him.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely follows you.
3: Yeah, he, he, he runs after the car.
0: Awesome. Uh yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. You are able to catch up to the car. You hop onto either one of the spokes of the car and you like, hold onto it, or you hold onto the back of the car, I imagine. Like yeah. onto the handle of the trunk. And uh it starts driving you off. And I think that there is this there's a shot that Walter doesn't see. But we the audience see as Caster drives off and like the camera's like out of like focus, like looking at like all of the people and stuff, like at the at the base of the church, and slowly comes into focus as we see a form like running up, trying to catch up to the car. And as the car's already gone and the camera focuses on it, we see Elsie, who you couldn't have seen and didn't hear, calling out to you as she was running up to you and you Rode off. And we go back to Dakota, Aaron, and Dorothy as cast iron rounds the corner, speeds down the road, and then like drifts to a stop right next to the three of you. And you see Walter ri- riding on the back of it with a floating friend. A weird eye sphere of semi liquid like material covered in eyes floats next to him.
1: It kind of looks surprised. Um, what's happening? Walter, what'd you do? Um,
3: he like looks around. and says, "I think I, I think I killed it." Killed what? The church. It was alive. In a way, yeah. Hmm. He looks like between them and just says, Hi, Mom. I'm really glad you guys are okay." I'm
1: glad you're okay too, Walter.
2: Me too. We should get away from this place.
3: Uh, um, Walt- Walter looks to his avatar. Uh huh. And he says, "What do you think?"
0: it stares at you silently. And uh, you, you all hear Aaron, who I guess Dakota might've just like sat on the ground, um, go, what the fuck is that?
3: Uh, an old friend.
0: That's not an. that's nothing. Okay. No, yeah, I
3: realized that was a completely, uh, completely useless description. This is my avatar. I don't know if it has a name. Oh, I could give it a name. Call it Kevin.
4: <laughs>
0: Um, it, it, like, looks at you in spin and then uh, each of you individually see, like, a handful of eyes look at you and focus on you as it, like, looks at the three of you individually and then, like, floats around all three of you as if, like, trying to get a good angle of what you look like from every angle, I guess.
2: Uh, Dorothy has just, like, an immediate, like, gut reaction of, like, shying away from these eyes. Yeah. Um... Feels Possibly very... the
3: most reasonable reaction to that yeah. uh, to this scenario. I don't
2: mm-hmm. know. Um, what is the what? What kind of sense would Dorothy be getting from this evaluation? Does it feel calculated in any way? Does it feel?
0: Would you like free to of take emotion? a gander? Does
2: it feel? Yes. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you
0: take a gander
2: here. Yeah, just vibe check this weird <laughs> Quick eye vibe entity. Check. Yeah. <laughs> guess i'm rolling one of the first day tragic because that one's gone uh ba. let's see that is a nine
0: who ask your gm two of the following questions one answer will be true the other a lie
2: all right Ba-ba-ba. what are they thinking
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: and what here isn't as it appears to be
0: you just heard Walter call this thing an avatar, which means aside from the big eye thing that it is that's really creepy and such, you would know that it's the same thing that Elsie was. So aside from being the creepy thing, it is a program that has been put on to Walter to change him in some way. So that's what here is not what it appears to be. What is it thinking? It's looking at you in a way that I think Dorothy would almost, I was about to use an analogy that's actually really bad for Dorothy because it makes it worse. I was gonna say, it looks like, it looks at you in a way that like an excited dog looks at you. Uh,
1: <laughs> where it's
0: like, oh, new person, what's this? Um, but I know for Dorothy, that's actually, I mean, you know what? That's fair. It, I mean, take from that what you will. Like, it looks at you in the excited way that an animal sometimes looks at a new person, being like, oh, Who's this? And like trying to get to better understand you. And because it's all eyes, um, it's visual.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think like at one point, it maybe even like gets a little too close. Mm -hmm. And and I like instinctually like swat at it maybe.
0: Yeah, it like floats back. Like swatted away. Yeah, it it floats back to like avoid it and like kind of rotates on its axis uh, again um, as it's looking at you and then (laughs) looks at you just from a little bit further of a distance.
2: (laughs) I think on on pure, like pure habit, um, Dorothy does kind of try to edge behind Dakota. For sure. Without even thinking about it, just to kind of like, get away from these staring
0: eyes. Dakota do you have a reaction?
1: I don't think so. I think Dakota trusts Walter's judgment and just if this is something that Walter trusts then Dakota has to learn
0: to trust it too. Okay. Aaron responds it's pretty fucking freaky. Ask it not to look at me? Don't look at me. It like it looks up at <laughs> it's and like don't look at me. I don't like this. This is weird. Can we get out of here also before um, you know people start coming around?
3: Yeah. Um. I think I think we should
0: We kind of stand out
3: Just, um, here me a second And and Walter addresses his, his avatar He says, you led me, uh, you led me to where I needed to be last time And, uh, I wonder if you can do the same again I need, I need to contact the creator Can you help me do that?
0: Um, The eye begins to change in a way where it feels like some of the material of its body begins to lift off of its body and separate uh, almost into various rings that the eyes are like around the circumference of like circling the center mass of its shifting ferrofluid-like body. And then the rings begin to spin around it uh, as it floats closer towards you in a very biblical angel-esque sort of way. And then after a couple of seconds, the uh, rotating rings align with each other in a singular Saturn-like ring around it, the eyes spinning uh, along the axis, and then it Folds back into the singular mass, um, and all of the eyes uh, open again along it and look towards you. And you can't quite, you can't fully tell, but it looks like it's nodding.
3: Okay, what do I, what do I do?
0: It starts flying off in a direction.
3: <laughs> okay, um, Walter, uh, Walter says, "I, uh, I say we follow it. Please, can we?" can't, can't it. Dakota, Dorothy. It's
2: Dakota's car. I, I, it's Dakota's <laughs> car. I've never seen this thing before, I'm pretty sure.
1: Um, before we get in the car, before um, Dakota kind of responds, Dakota looks around like the park, around the trees. D- does Dakota see Marley? Give me a noodle check. That's a 10.
0: Yeah. Dakota sees Marley um, amongst a growing crowd of people in the park that are looking at the dying tree in the center of town. She is not like looking in your directions. As far as you know, she's not even aware that you are all here. But she is quite obviously concerned, as is everyone here, about what's happening with the tree.
1: Dakota takes a step in that direction and stops. Um, realizing that it's probably best to stay out of this person's life and to let them, uh, make their choices without them interfering. Um, and looks to Walter and goes, do you know where it went? Uh, specifically, no, but he, like, gestures with his head that way. then looks down to Dorothy and Aaron. Are you coming with us or do you want to stay here?
0: Let's go. I mean, I don't particularly like any of you you said you're looking for the creator. I'm interested. I'll go.
1: Okay. Walter, where's Brittany?
3: Where is Brittany?
0: Uh, Last time any of you
3: knew
2: she was in the
0: building.
1: Walter says, uh, I don't know. Dorothy? I don't know. Okay. Dakota, I guess, picks up Aaron and puts them in the backseat of Cast Iron. Okay. uh, And closes the door and then looks back to the group and is like, are we good? Walter doesn't answer, he he looks at Dorothy.
2: Let's just go, it's getting away.
1: I can catch it. We need, before we go anywhere, we have to, I'm not gonna have more moments where we all run away from each other or we have, we have we're fighting again. We need to settle this now.
2: It's fine, Dakota.
1: It's clearly not fine. Listen, the more we push it off, the more it's gonna cause problems.
2: I don't know what you want from me, Dakota. You're a completely different person. I'm a completely different person. I just want to go home. You don't want to go home. I don't
1: know what you want. I want you to be safe and happy, and I want to be safe and happy. That's all I care about. I don't know what you need. I made a lot of choices for you, and I understand that that's not fair, but like you said, you're a big kid, and you can make your choices.
2: Are you willing to be my friend again? You obviously don't want to be my sister, so that's the best I can think of.
1: I can be your friend, Dorothy. I can do that. And I don't want to be your sister, Dorothy, but the best I can do is your brother. I am i don't want to be a girl, and it has nothing to do with you.
2: Okay, that's fine with me. I've never had a brother.
1: Might be worth a try.
2: Well, we'll try it. And uh, I like look back at the car again so can my brother catch that weird crazy thing that just flew off
1: oh i know i can um and Dakota gets in the the driver's seat
2: okay i get i get in the car
3: okay walter yeah. Walter um Walter gets in the car and uh and as he does, he just says, Hey, uh, I love you guys. I don't know if I ever said that, but I do.
1: I love you too, buddy. And um Dakota kind of like uh gives Walter a little like punch in the in the shoulder, but instead it's just like his index finger. <laughs> sure, yeah. <Aww. laughs>
2: love you too, Walter.
0: Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> Let's hit the road. You all get in the car. Sharing these weird moments of love. Aaron sitting in the back seat. <laughs> they... oh, poor Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Does Dorothy sit in the front of the back?
2: I sit in the back. Okay. Like, I'm still, okay. I'm still also, a kid.
1: <laughs> I will say that, like when Dorothy opens the door, there's like, um, like a leather and spiked uh, booster seat.
2: <laughs> man!
1: <Amazing.
0: laughs> Hell yes. Oh, that's good.
2: Safety first, kids.
0: That's really good. Um, yeah,
3: Walter's in the front seat, which is like no better or worse for him than any other seat <laughs> in a car.
0: For sure, for sure. I
3: mean, do you want like a tiny little booster seat in the front oh seat? I'm, he just wants a smaller seat belt in in addition to
1: the large one. And uh, it's my car. I can kind of whatever I want, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Why not?
1: Uh, do you want to play like, a tiny little seat in the console? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. It's there.
0: <laughs> there you go. You all strap into your newly customized seats uh, <laughs> in cast iron. And uh, you rev up the engine's flame shoot out of the exhaust and you speed off in the direction of Walter's avatar and i think unseen by our little troublemakers there is there's shot like <laughs> there's the shot that sees them like driving off like further down the street and a slow pan towards sheriff edgar who is sitting on his squad car watching as everybody is panicking the cops are trying to like start getting people together and he sees you all drive off his half scarred face a cigarette in in his mouth he spits it out steps on it gets in his car the engine turns over he revs it and we cut to black
3: This
0: was a pretty good session. Very good session. Oh, All man. right, everybody. Yeah. Let's do our of session stuff. Starting from the top. Now we're here. Hey Dakota, were Hey-o. you were you good to your friends? I freaky I say so. I freaky say <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I would say you do you were as well. Um you helped everybody out. You were a little mean, but you tried to apologize, and then you did all this stuff. I would say, yeah, that's one XP worth. Dorothy, were you good to your friends?
2: I think so. Yeah. I mean...
4: Yeah, you, you were Did, very did good my to Aaron. action
2: it, actions indirectly really fuck up Aaron's life? Yes. But I also tried the
0: best those that's just sometimes how the dice rolls so you know that's you know, not necessarily dorothy's that's
2: fault. not dorothy's fault that's you know. my fault
0: <laughs> uh when xp to you walter were you good okay. to your friends
3: oh uh, i don't know probably right like there's probably some interpretation of what i did that was good uh well okay although he did like kind of make friends with the uh healer source and then say like yeah uh, yeah, you can die if you wanna. Like
1: You can die if you wanna. <laughs> you can
3: <laughs> sacrifice yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh,
4: you're I'd good. say you only you're us like in given mind.
1: a choice. Yeah. Like it would only give a direct choice, be, be good or
0: bad to us, I feel like. So I don't know. I think it's kinda f- up to your own interpretation. I mean I think you were good to the source. You think so? I think so.
2: And when you were addressing the source, you, like, directly asked about about Dorothy and, like, what would be able to be done for her. And, all. like, I think that was good, like, concern and helpfulness towards your friends.
3: All right.
0: Yeah. Then I'm going to say yeah. Woohoo. Dope. All right. One XP for you. Dakota, did you overcome your fears?
1: Um... I'm gonna say, kind of, yeah. Uh, I think Dakota's fear of abandonment. I think that giving um, giving Dorothy the choice to say yes or no that like she just wanted to leave and not have Dakota around was Dakota being vulnerable and like opening himself up to the possibility that someone. It just doesn't want them.
0: Yeah, I agree. One XP, Walter. Mm.
1: That's a level up, baby.
3: Woo-hoo. We're on. Sorry, we're on face fears. Correct. Um, I want to say. Oh no, actually, yeah, he definitely did because one of his fears is his transformation being permanent,
4: mm.
3: and he was willing to uh to potentially uh accept that uh f- for the for the sake of yeah of, of yeah so so yeah absolutely he did i
0: agree one xp for that dorothy
2: um i gonna say i I don't, I don't know maybe dakota was like low-key pretty scary to yeah dorothy for like the past couple of sessions at least yeah um
0: they are kind of like an adult man
2: yeah a little bit I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say maybe a soft like yeah like, yes maybe
0: yeah. i'd yeah i'd say yes you stood up against a, a masculine aggressive figure
2: yeah
0: yeah awesome cool. last question did you learn a lesson dakota uh
1: man dakota learned that he fucking hates Aaron.
0: <laughs> he hates Aaron. wow <laughs> Wild. interesting
1: um
2: What a wholesome lesson.
1: Uh, does... They could learn a lesson there. Trying to think what the lesson would be. I think the fact that I have to think so hard about it, probably no.
0: Oh, fair enough. Gus? Uh, probably not. I don't think so. All right. Dorothy?
2: Did I learn a lesson? Uh... I think maybe because mm-hmm. I feel like uh, like like the persistence of just being willing to keep um, keep bugging and agitating Dakota, which is something that I don't like to do mm-hmm. um, and don't usually do as like a, a, a small child mm-hmm. <laughs> is like try to throw my weight around. so like maybe learned that like it, it can be effective to just like get up in people's faces sometimes.
0: Yeah. For sure. Okay. Awesome. That's one XP for you. And with that, we are done. Thank you all so much for listening in on our fun little podcast. Definitely only wholesome and fun, quirky things happening here. And you can find our Twitter at TalesYetTold, and that's also our Instagram title. Uh, and as always, I am your most humble award-winning GM, Kendo, and you can find me at Kendo Makes Films everywhere on the internet. And as always, with me are my most wonderful award winning uh, uh players as well. Gus?
3: I am your wonderful award-participating. <laughs> nah, no, I'm not going to be like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm on social media and stuff at August underscore Nobby. That's K-N-O-B-B-E.
0: Awesome. Also with us Hilda.
2: That's soon to be Doctor Hilda to you. Oh, I'm so sorry. About <laughs> God, I would be insufferable if I was like that. Um, you can uh find my wonderful cat who has been screaming throughout this episode, um at on Instagram at Elliot the Kitty Cat. That's two L's and two T's in Elliot. He is the pride and joy of my life, and
0: I love him very much awesome and last but most certainly not least marcy
1: hello hi marcy um yeah uh you can find me uh on the internet at twitch and twitter um uh, in which twitter i post some spicy uh not safe for work content my usernames for those are um soapy squid s-o-a-p-i-e S Q U uh, I D. And I appreciate y'all being here. Thank you guys
0: so much. Um, we'll see you in a few weeks. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Thank and bef- you, every
2: single person. Yes. Thank you.
0: And before we go, don't forget to eat enough food, drink enough water, get enough sleep, and take care of yourself because self care is very important. Don't forget to love yourself like we love you.
4: Like we love you. Bye bye. 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 Be gay.